What's going on sports fans? We are days away from the big game Super Bowl 54 and over the years I'm assuming you have a friend who may cheer for the other team. Whether you like the Habs and your bud likes the Bruins, if you're a Yankee fan and your pal cheers for the Bow Sox, maybe you two are on the opposite sides of the fence when it comes to El Clasico over in Spain. But it must make that matchup so much more fun when you have a friend who doesn't cheer for the same team as you. Can you imagine if your spouse is cheering for the other team during the championship game, like say the Super Bowl? Well, coming up on What's Up the Sports podcast, we're going to travel to Binbrook, Ontario and chat with a young couple who have different interests on who they want to win Sunday's big game. That's coming up on What's Up the Sports podcast. you two of the most emotionally invested people forget about southern ontario forget about the province province of ontario i'm talking about in canada with regards to super bowl 54 you know i'm really blessed to have a big family and when it comes to cousin jennifer the best way to describe her is that she is an absolute bundle of energy she is a party in a glass and she's a big sports fan in 2017, she married a young man uh, named Louis, who is also a passionate sports fan, a guy who really wears his heart on his sleeve, and he also loves football. Lo and behold, these two cheer for different teams. Those teams are meeting in Super Bowl 54, Jen representing the NFC and the San Francisco 49ers, Louis representing the AFC and the Kansas City Chiefs, they are joining me on What's Up the Sports podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, thank you so much for having us, Randy. <laughs> so, uh, guys, um, I mean, let's uh, get things uh, started uh, a little bit on a lighter note. I mean, uh, I, we were hoping to do this uh, live in your house, but weather being what it is, we couldn't uh, we couldn't do it uh, in person. But, uh, you know, I was kind of hoping to do a survey of the home, make sure that nothing was broken. I wanted to see if there's any bruises on the two of you. Everybody is all calm and, uh, you know, you guys are civil to each other, I'm assuming. Yes, we're definitely healing after our uh, Sunday event, for sure. Now, I still haven't heard Louie. Louie, you're still with me? Uh, hey, yeah, I'm still yeah. here. <laughs> I was hoping you'd make it tonight, too, because I want to show you my man cave downstairs. Yeah, you know what? And uh, also, uh, our teams are, our basketball teams are uh, playing today, and would have been great to uh, to see that. Also, definitely another time with uh, my wife, uh, Jen's cousin, uh, Marisa, but uh, definitely another time. Basically, uh, let, let's get things started. I mean, you know, in terms of the regular season, what were your thoughts? I mean, uh, obviously, uh, 
Louie and the Chiefs not making uh, the Super Bowl in all this time. Jen, uh, Jen's 49ers, they had a losing se- season last year. Did you guys ever think that your teams could make the Super Bowl? Well, I'll start things off. Let's see. You know, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm usually the energetic one, right? So I'm going to kick it off by saying <laughs> what a drought we came out of. And I'm actually so impressed with our organization and pulling things together and keeping those guys motivated and ready and organized to play the game. And I have to say, after all the haters and absolute hate from the day that Kaepernick walked off the field to today, I have to say our, our guys deserve every bit of what's happening and what is, what is about to happen and what is about to continue to happen in the next week with training and getting ready for Sunday's game. I could not be more proud to be a Niners fan than I am today because, honestly, it's been a long five years. So uh, just to add, uh, Jen, I know you're saying uh, you know a long five years, and obviously for Chiefs fans, it's been a long five decades. And uh, Louie, uh, you uh, went through uh, uh, the uh, playoff game uh, last year with uh, New England, and uh, it was a close game. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has just been uh, on fire ever since uh, last year. Uh, what do, what do you recall the start of the year being for you, being a Chiefs fan, and uh, here you are in the uh, the final game? Let's be honest. Anyone who watched that game, AFC Championship last year against the Patriots, knows the Chiefs should have beat them and should have been in the Super Bowl and could have been Super Bowl champions. So I'm not surprised one bit that they're in the position they are this year. I mean, that's keeping uh, the faith. Obviously, there's a lot of Cubs fans who thought that they were going to win the World Series in the 80s, 90s, and even the 30s. But, uh, you know, you got to give credit where credit was due. And uh, now, uh, obviously, uh, people are waiting for uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Chiefs and 49ers. So, uh, uh, in terms of Championship Sunday, Kansas City uh, face, uh, why am I drawing a blank now, Uh, Tennessee and... uh, and San Fran uh, faced uh, the Packers. What was Championship Sunday like? Lou, let's start it off with you. Nerve-wracking. I couldn't sleep. All I kept thinking was, King Henry, King Henry. That's what all was going through my mind. He was an absolute beast. So knowing that if they didn't stop him, they probably wouldn't have won the game. Yeah, and, uh, you know, to that, uh, there is this whole thing about uh, experience, and uh, experience means so much playoff experience, and obviously the Chiefs uh, went through, uh, you know, such a difficult uh, uh, loss last year against New England. I mean, did you think that what they went through played a difference? Because obviously Tennessee didn't really have uh, a lot of playoff experience uh, going into uh, the AFC Championship. No, and that's exactly it. And the reason why, how last year ended the way it did, 100% the experience and just knowing that they're back in that spot and they know they wouldn't let it slide again. So now the Chiefs uh, took the Titans first. So obviously you're on top of the world uh, going, uh, your team is finally making uh, the Super Bowl. So what was after the Chiefs game like when uh knowing that your wife's favorite team is coming up next. Well, that wasn't after the, the Chiefs win. It was, I was in cloud nine. It's something I've never seen before by the Chiefs. And knowing that it was 50 years since they've made it to the Super Bowl. 
and won it. It was pretty crazy. So uh, it was uh, it was an emotional time for me. It so, wasn't really I wasn't really thinking about that San Fran was playing next <laughs> until the game actually started. Then okay, then <laughs> then uh, then we got to watch it together. Okay, right on. And so Jen, and I mean, in terms of you and your husband, you're the one with the playoff experience. Obviously, uh, your team uh, went to the uh, Super Bowl, the Blackout Bowl against uh, oh, yeah. Baltimore. I, I personally don't even know if you were uh, following. I'm assuming that you oh, did yeah. follow the Super Bowl back in the day with Young Montana and uh, Jerry Rice. What was it like to be a Niners fan, a diehard Niners fan, but to see uh, your husband's favorite team make the Super Bowl in the first for the first time in his life? Uh, you know what? It was actually, I was super excited for him. I have to say, I videotaped him as he reacted to the final seconds as they clicked off the clock. And I videotaped his re- reaction because, like you just said, it is the first time. So I can relate to the feeling that he was feeling. And he was emotional. And I can, you know, I can relate to that. That's, you, get, you get invested into these games and into these players, into the team, the organization. And to see how his passion, like, take over him was awesome. At that point, I said, I said to myself, win or lose for the Niners, I, we've made it this far. We have made it further. And it was just awesome to see at least one of us go through. Because at the end of the day we're going to support each other's teams no matter what. So in my mind, I was like, let's just do this. Let's just knock it out the park. Let's meet each other in the Super Bowl. But if we don't, hey, no sweat. We made it this far. We accomplished so much better. We already killed all of our predictions out there, all these people predicting we're 3-13, and 13, we're going 4-12 and 12 again. We already shut those guys up. So I already felt we accomplished enough at this point. So it was win or lose for me because we already made a win in with Casey going through. So I was fine. It was just awesome to see him so excited, and it made the morale in the house watching the Niners game a lot more comfortable because he was relaxed and (laughs) excited. So I felt like, all right, let's do this. Let's make it a double doozy, and let's just clear this game out, and let's just get to KC and just, you know, may the best team win in the end. Sure, absolutely. And uh, it would be a great mindset and mentality to have come Super Bowl Sunday. So just keep that in mind, okay? So, you know, you guys are both winners in my heart. Okay? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We've accomplished already too much. We've already got a trophy on each side. Now it's about making the world know who it is that is better. And at the end of the day, as long as each team plays the game and they earn the win, that's all i got to say. As long as it's a fair game and we earn it, then may the best team win. So, Jen, I, I do have to ask you. Now, I, I do remember uh, during that Super Bowl against Baltimore that I was messaging you. I don't even know if I was disturbing you much, but, I mean, you were uh, I don't even think I answered the phone. No, but I, no, 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 you did, and my phone did, died. Right? Yeah, my phone died, and that's why uh, I stopped oh. texting. Yeah, so, uh, but, uh, you know, I do have to ask you, how did you personally become a Niners fan? Now, t- uh, if uh, memory serves me correctly, you have two brothers, of course, and that's not hard to forget. But uh, one of your brothers is a Buccaneers fan, and your second Die-hard brother... Diehard fan, diehard Bills fan, and I got another brother who's a diehard Dallas fan, and I got a father who's a diehard Dolphins fan. Okay, perfect. So he that's... a Niners fan? Honestly, it's got to go... De- we're going back years and years and years. I was tired of being left out of, of football Sundays. I think I may have been 10 or 12, and my dad told me, hey choose a team who do you like who do you want to be with who do you want to play for like what team do you like and I remember seeing the four and nine and I just went from there and ever since that time when it was football Sundays I had someone to cheer for and it was those Niners and I stuck with them 
Awesome. And uh, they definitely had uh, some teams uh, to cheer for back in the day, for sure. And so, Louis, uh, to give a, uh, to introduce Louis a little bit better. Now, he has a very wide palette of teams who he uh, supports and cheers for. So now I could definitely appreciate the your favorite basketball team, that being the San Antonio Spurs. We're obviously going to be talking about uh, your football team being the Kansas City Chiefs. But your favorite hockey team puzzles me to this day. Why the hell are you a Calgary Flames fan? <laughs> All right. So, um, I was pretty much around 10 years old. And um, it was 1989. And I really just started watching hockey, um, I guess you could say. And, and that was the same year the Calgary Flames won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So, watching it, it was just an incredible thing. And... Um, that was that was a team I I rolled with. Um, you could say I jumped on the bandwagon, but if for someone who who just started watching hockey and enjoyed the team and just absolutely loved the team they had, like the days of Al McKinnis, Theo Fleury, Doug Gilmore, Joe Newendike, like it, like Mike Vernon, like it was an unbelievable team. And ever since then, I've been a diehard ever since. Well, God's honest truth, I did get a uh, Flames t-shirt and a hat when they won the uh, the Stanley Cup in 89 as well. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, and actually, uh, I wish you could have seen me where I was in Game 6 of the uh, 03-04 uh, when they uh, lost to Tampa. Uh, game 6 when San Luis scored in overtime. I was actually working at a radio station. And it was like, and I was actually on the clock working at the radio station. San Luis scored, and I dropped the biggest f bomb that actually landed on air. And uh, the guy who was actually uh, on the microphone at the time, like I was like uh, about thirty meters away in a, a, another booth, and he was like, "Dude, I totally heard your f bomb on the radio." So, uh, so there's a now. Now my blood is blue. I'm a Leaf fan, but hey, uh, definitely in two instances. I uh, definitely uh, love the uh, Calgary Flames. So let's bring it back to football. And how did you become a Chiefs fan? All right. So um, I didn't start watching football probably till I was about 14. And this was the reason why. So it was 1993. And the big news all around the football NFL was Joe Montana being traded from the 49ers to the Kansas City Chiefs. And there was so much hype behind it, and I jumped right on it. And that was the beginning of when I became a Chiefs fan. Right on. And, uh, you know, they had some, some great players that uh, came through. Uh, the uh, The Chiefs did have uh, quite a bit of success in the regular season. They had seven straight winning seasons. Uh, not so much playoff success. Uh, you, you know, did you honestly think, I mean, Mahomes being what he is, that they... Uh, could uh, change their fortunes, make it to the Super Bowl? No doubt. No doubt. Last year, we made it to the AFC Championship game with one of the worst, if not the worst, defense in the league. So with the overhaul and the defense that they did in the offseason, I totally trusted in Spagnolo and the changes they made, I loved it. Getting the Honey Badger, getting Frank Clark. You know, they, they had to let go of Justin Houston. Eric Berry was gone. And then they traded D4 to San Francisco. And now he was the pre, pretty much the reason why we didn't make it to the Super Bowl because he was lined up four inches. On that play, that same play, Tom Brady was picked off and the game was over if he didn't line up over. Yeah. 
That was our road to the Super Bowl. But now there's going to be a rematch with D. Ford because he's going to be on the other side coming at Mahomes. Uh, Jen, uh, you know, turning it over to you, uh, the the Niners had had some uh, some bad luck over the past couple of years. They really had, uh, you know, four losing seasons. Of course, we were been talking about the Super Bowl where they lost to Baltimore and four and twelve last year. NFC champs this year. Why do you think they did it? Uh, I got one word, Jimmy G. He's back. <laughs> huge, huge, huge reason. Um, he was a huge part of the game plan, I believe, last season. And when Kyle had him out, he had to scramble. He had to make it work. Young guys, new, you know, new legs, new feet, everything. Everything was brand new. New coaching, new organizations. Like, structure was being built from scratch. They had no idea. They had to, you know, you got to rebuild, right? you got to come from nothing. you got you know, got Chip Kelly coming in and messing things up. you got this not working. It was just like a total mess. And he had to come in and pick these puzzle pieces up and try and build something. And you lose your key player in the midst of all of it and then he's back and now you can see that he was the missing piece and it just takes an amazing coaching team offense defense and then they pull it together and jimmy g is just a man he is the man and it's going to be interesting to see him on the field with mahomes it's going to be nice to see somebody who's been backing up brady watching looking experienced and through the playoff season with that goat of a guy of a goal you know he's the king he's been watching the king for years sure so I'm very interested to see how he's going to put into action and make Mahomes, you know, make him sweat a little bit because this guy's coming in with a little bit less experience, especially when it comes to Super Bowls. Um, I think that they're up, and I think that Jimmy G's just going to, he's going to shine. He's a, he's a new thing out there. So I'm excited to see how that's going to unfold, and I think that's the reason why we're where we are today because great coaching, but you got to put, you know, it takes time. You have to rebuild, and that's where we've been. We've been rebuilding since the day, you know, since the day we lost four, was it four twelve? Mm-hmm. We've been building since, so I think that's our reason. So uh, you know, now as I was talking about Louis being a San Antonio fan, it's not only that he's a Spurs fan; he actually has traveled to San Antonio on a number of occasions, catching the Spurs. Uh, now, have you guys either gone to Arrowhead or Candlestick Park? I, I mean, I know that uh, obviously. No. Uh, yep. San Fran plays in a new park in at Levi, but uh, right, yeah, no, I haven't been out to see San Fran play. Um, I've seen other NFL teams play. I've seen the Jets, the Bills. Um, I've caught some more of the this end teams play, but I haven't actually seen my home team play, which is an ultimate goal. Um, KC and San Fran are meeting up in 2021 and our 2022, and I, our ultimate goal is to head out to Levi and finally see our teams play. Um, so Jen, you haven't been to Buffalo to see the Chiefs. I haven't been no. to. I haven't seen San Fran play. Oh, I'm sorry, can't San Fran. Yeah, sorry. No, never seen them live. Like I said, I'm sure many are in the same boat as I am. It's tough to have a team who plays on the other side of the states. Makes things de- it makes things a little bit easier. Sometimes I wish I was a Bills fan in that sense, right? Just <laughs> over the border it makes life a little bit easier. But it is what it is. I'm sure I'll get to see them soon enough. But uh, doesn't make me less of a fan. I don't think. Unfortunate circumstances don't allow me to get out that way. But. No, of course. But hey, Lou, have you have you been to KC to Arrowhead, or have you seen the the, the Chiefs play live? So, um, I've seen the Chiefs play at least a couple times in Buffalo. I've seen the Chiefs play in Detroit. I've seen the Chiefs play in Cleveland, and I went one time in 2010. It was a wild card game. At Arrowhead against mm. Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Very subdued crowd, I trust, right? Yes. <laughs> and um, it was 
it was a loss, but it was a trip to, I'll always remember. Sure. But I also, and I, there's one more place, and I've also seen KC play in Green Bay. Oh, you've been to Lambeau, huh? Now Lambeau, Lambeau, as, a, as much as a good time I had in Kansas City at Arrowhead, it was a lifetime. I have much respect for Green Bay and Lambeau and all their fans. It was one of the best weekends of my life. Right on. So, I mean, you know, now I've heard uh, from years ago that uh, the, the, there are three uh, NFL stadiums that, uh, you know, you don't want to be a visiting fan. That being Buffalo, uh, in Oakland, at the Coliseum, and at Arrowhead. So, I don't know how much have things changed uh, over the years, uh, but you're saying that uh, the people in Green Bay are legit, friendly, hospitable? They are unbelievable. Right on. And I'll have to disagree with you about Kansas City fans being harsh in Kansas City. Okay. I totally disagree on that one. We cannot, we will, I will make sure that they're not compared at all to Buffalo Bills fans. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo is a night and day considered, just being considered on the same level as Buffalo, um, I I feel like I'm going to throw up. (laughs) So uh, now I have a personal experience that I went to a Jets game in Buffalo and from my vantage point, I caught 15 times when hordes of security guards were rushing different sections of the stadium, uh, you know, to break up fights and so on. So, you know, it was a what I was talking about. It was uh, a story that I you know read like 15, 20 years ago about uh, intimidating places for NFL parks to be. but And actually, I went to uh, Pittsburgh one year. Uh, it was a Baltimore game, Sunday nighter, and the fans were so chill, like Ravens fans. And this was in Pittsburgh. Ravens fans were uh, milling around, and uh, there was no uh, no nonsense at all. And that's what fo- sports is supposed to be. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Lou, as a visiting fan, uh, you know, I've only seen my teams a couple of times as a visitor. I went to Montreal for a TFC game. I uh, went to uh, Detroit for a Raptors game. Like, I mean, uh, Jen doesn't have this uh, kind of experience, but like, what is it like? You know, describe what is it like to, especially in a uh, football mad uh, place like the U.S. Talk about what your experience is like. Uh, you know, you mentioned Green Bay, but just as a visiting fan going to these uh, great cathedrals, Lambeau and elsewhere? I think it's an incredible feeling. Um, it's a totally different feeling than going to a home game. Because um, you know you're going to be outnumbered. And I think that just makes you more prouder of your team. And um, it's it's just, it, it's it's an amazing feeling. It's, it's you know, you can't compare the two going to a home game or an away, but as you're going to an away game like it's it's just it's it's amazing but there's going to be different circumstances depending on the stadiums and different fan types sure. and you're going to see different stuff but but it's all good in the end if you're there for the right reasons and not to cause trouble absolutely couldn't agree more now uh, both of you are of uh are, are big soccer fans and jen uh she uh, places her support for Juventus. Louis is an AC Milan fan. And, you know, got to ask, does the two compare uh, before, like in terms of when Juve plays AC, uh, like, you know, y- you have this uh, 
this matchup of, uh, you know, that you haven't really experienced. Well, I mean, in terms of like the ultimate being the Super Bowl, but like, do you guys go back and forth and uh, like, you know, do you guys get competitive and talk amongst each other, you know, when uh, your soccer teams play? Yeah, we, we definitely do. Um, it hasn't been much as of lately because AC Milan hasn't been um, the AC Milan of old. So there's really no competition with Juve being always, for the past, I think, seven uh, years, the top team. <laughs> so there really hasn't been competition. <laughs> you can't really touch the North. Juventus is, you got to look at the team. They're stacked every single year. They are, they are the team. They are, they are the champions. They got the stars. They represent. And yeah. again, it's soccer. So um, there really isn't no salary cap. So usually the teams with the most money are the teams that are doing the best. So uh, now, uh, you know, there was one question I wanted to ask beforehand. Now, uh, have the Chiefs and Niners played since you guys uh, been together? Yes, they have. And uh, so uh, to, uh, describe what that uh, scene was like, you know, uh, if you can remember. Like, how many times? Like, was it week four? So, what was the outcome? What was it like between the two of you? Because you two must have been at each other's throats, obviously, in a good way. So because they're an AFC, NFC, they don't um, – how the schedule is made, I think they play each other once every four years, if right. I'm not mistaken. So last year they did play, and I think it was either the week three – or week four, I couldn't remember exactly, but that was the game when Jimmy G got Exited. hurt, and he was out for the whole year. Okay. So there is some resentment here. Can you feel where Jimmy G is going to be coming from? <laughs> He's going to want to take that back. <laughs> so now, uh, I, well, I sorry, Lou, go ahead. Oh, there was a lot of hype before the game, and as we watched it, um, that that happened pretty quick in the game and the intensity of the game went very down i think it was within the first quarter and um yes it was it's not something you always hope for okay that's that's going to put a win in our books you always want to watch a game with the most competitiveness and you just want to see a good game you'd never want to see someone go get go down go hurt and that's the reason why you win a game and that's and that's a big reason why san fran went four and twelve last year jimmy g not a being in, in any team, and you, you lose your starting quarterback in the NFL, it's going to be pretty hard to Get out have your backup and yeah. have a good season. It uh, rarely happens. So, so uh, did you guys watch it at home? Did you go to the bar? Did you have friends over? Like, was it a... Uh... Yeah, we stayed at home. We stayed at home, just us watching it. So now, uh, now here you are, and obviously the stakes are so much higher uh, with uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, in terms of uh, just the two of you and, you know, obviously the passion that you have for sports, for football, soccer, etc. Like, is there one memory that stands out uh, more uh, than the others in terms of you guys watching sports together as fans, as a couple? Uh, you know what? We watch, we're very like, we're, we love watching all sports, all teams. Like, we'll just, we'll enjoy pulling up anything. But I have to say... Uh, probably our favorite memory would have to be uh, our very first date we ever met was the World Junior Championship game. So that game is pretty significant to us, and we actually watch it every single year, uh, usually around Boxing Day, because that signifies like our first date, the first time we met, and literally the first time we ever got to know each other was over the championship junior hockey game. So 
Team Canada is kind of where we're at as far as emotional attachment goes, just because it carries a little bit of a history, and it's a little, it's special for us. So uh, it reminds us of like you know the conversation we were having together on our first date. It was in the background, and it's you know it's awesome to support our obviously our country, and uh, we're huge when it comes to Team Canada. We support Team Canada in every sport. We usually uh, make sure we put that time aside to watch it or PVR it or whatever, but. Any Team Canada or that's on TV, I think is special for us just because regardless of what team we cheer for, we're all about Team Canada no matter what sport they're in. We're always rooting for them as our first and primary. Not every guy has a girl that loves sports and vice versa, so it's awesome and uh, it's a bonus for sure. And the fact that you guys have uh, this experience, obviously, with uh, the World Juniors is uh, is really, really terrific. Lou, I, I, I do want to uh, – and I kind of uh, – uh, alluded to it in the beginning just very uh, briefly but you know this is the first time in your lifetime that uh, Kansas City has made uh, the Super Bowl first time since 1969 as a uh, sports fan myself the fact that Toronto FC made MLS Cup first in 2016 was incredible uh, it, and uh, obviously they lost in 16 but winning in 17 going to the parade you know it was the first time in a while that one of my teams uh, made uh, and uh, won the championship. Obviously, the, you could appreciate uh, Raptors fans in terms of uh, what uh, that uh, the country went through in terms of uh, the uh, experience that was the NBA Finals. But you being a huge football fan, supporting this team, you know the Chiefs for pretty uh, for what you're saying 30, 30 plus years. Now you're in the Super Bowl for the first time. How different is this experience from your support of the uh, of the Spurs as well as uh, the Flames and hey even uh, AC Milan if it's even close to being comparable? Well, it it, it can't compare to any of them. Each each team is different. Um, I've been spoiled with some of my teams um, with AC Milan winning a bunch of Champions League games, uh, championships. Uh, the Spurs winning five championships. I've been very spoiled. Um, for the Chiefs, it's been 50 years. I wasn't born yet. Um, I've been through a lot of heartache, a lot of playoff <laughs> heartache. Um, you should be a Leaf fan. And it's it's um it's it's just a, a totally different feeling on a totally different level, and it's just incredible just that they're in the spot where they are, and um, win or lose, um, I'll be. So happy for them, just because I know, as long as they got Pam Holmes, they're gonna be, they're gonna be relevant for the next 10, 15 years. Well, hey, that's bold to say. I mean, look, I am not the biggest football fan in the world. I, I, I don't pretend to be. I mean, in terms of the passion and the knowledge that you two have, you know, it doesn't even compare to what I have. I mean, for fifteen years, you're saying that KC is gonna run like New England, I, you know. <laughs> That's that's bold. Mm, it's bold. You hear to hear now. As long as Pat Holmes is there, KC will be good for a while. No, that and that, that you know you, that's uh, there's a lot of evidence saying uh, saying that Patrick Mahomes is going to be one of those generational talents for sure. Uh, so listen, guys, I, I do want to ask you this because you obviously you two are big uh, football fans, and obviously you know in a huge market like Toronto. Uh, who doesn't have an NFL team? There is a a mixed bag of support for pretty much every single team in the league. Wanted to get your opinion of the city of Toronto, 
they did have the Buffalo Bills experience here at Skydome. I thought it was an absolute, well, you know, the proof was in the pudding. It was an absolute flop. And, but, you know, you could see what uh, game day Sunday is like, regular season or playoffs. Do you think Toronto could support an NFL team? I do. I think Toronto has the most incredible, passionate fans ever for any sport. So I think if something were to kind of spark and grow in Toronto, the fans, they'll pay. They'll go to see. They'll support. They're loyal. Like, you've seen Jurassic Park. You've seen the Maple Leafs fans, how they are. They're loyal to the very end. And I think if they were to bring anything into Toronto, like, look at The Rock. Like, The Rock, look look, look for lacrosse. Right? Like, all those teams. Like, they're huge supportive in Toronto. Toronto is just one of those cities that they're just, it's the fans that want it and the fans that keep those teams going. Like, look at those Leafs. Those fans are there like they they keep winning but it's you know they're just it's passion it's the love for the sport and i think the city of toronto just has love for sports and i think they would take anything in listen want to bring it back to uh the big game of course and in terms of i i can only imagine what your friends your close friends and family have been uh saying uh, to the two of you what has been the oh. reaction i mean forget about uh, my wife and myself reaching out to you. You must have had Phone everybody. That's for sure. We definitely had some, uh, def- a lot of positives, but more interest in what the wages were, um, what the house was like. So many people happy, so many people ready to see um, images and postings, and they just can't wait. Everyone wants to know where we're going to be to watch it. Uh, people want to see us go live. I have somebody message me and say, go live <laughs> when you're watching the game. I want to see your guys' reactions. People want to know what we're wearing, if we're painting our faces. People just people are interested. People love, people feed off of energy of others, right? They just want to see the excitement. Like, they know this is huge. Like, everyone's like, this is insane. When does this ever happen? People are asking us if we booked our tickets. We got so many messages asking us if we're going down to Miami. It's a once-in-a-lifetime it's been awesome. People are just so excited because they know both based on social media posts, we're obviously fans of both teams. So it's been awesome. It's been fun. It's definitely been fun and interesting uh, seeing some of the comments coming in for, um, from both sides, family, friends, strangers. <laughs> <It's> hilarious. <laughs> so I, I, so I, I do have to ask, uh, since, uh, since championships, uh, the uh, conference championships came and went, like, what has the mood like between the two of you? Um, it's pretty good. We thought we we kind of sat here for a while, and we were both stunned. It was more of like an oh my god moment, like what just happened. Um, I think we both knew deep down we were both gonna be here, but it was just like, can you believe it? Like we were in, we were we were, we were shell shocked. It was just like oh my gosh, like I just watched you, you know, your team receive the championship. Now my team is going through the confetti, and now Jimmy G's on the screen. It was just crazy. It was a bit of a surreal moment, and we both just sat there like, oh, man, we are going to the Super Bowl. Like, it was, I think we made an instant TikTok, because that's what we do, and it was just, like, on social media, and then it was just like, wow, like, everybody was just, it just, it was crazy. We were just, like, shocked. So, uh, now, do you guys have uh, a wager uh, in mind? Like, are, are you guys... Does somebody have to do the dishes for a month if they lose? <laughs> no. Well, we came up uh, with somewhere we're gonna we're gonna take a trip um, to Montreal in the summer. So the loser has to drive the whole way. Ooh, that's a good one. 
That's a good, That's a good one. one, right? We were a little slow at the hinges there. We're like, money, no, we just got a new house. We need the money on both sides. So we're just keeping it friendly. Um, it'll be fun. And they have to wear that other team's jersey the whole drive. That You know, you just read my mind. I was going to ask you, and have you ever done that before? Like, Jen, have you, you know worn? what I did? I got Lou to get himself. I put Lou. I had all Louis' friends behind me saying it would never, ever happen. I dragged Lou to see my Toronto Blue Jays. And I got him in a jersey for the Toronto Blue Jays. And Lou has never, ever worn a Toronto team jersey, ever. But I love my Jays, and I made him. I told him it would just he had, and his friends could not believe that he was in a Toronto jersey for any team but the Jays of all. Okay, yeah, you know what? I, I wanna, I wanna start. Like Lou, Toronto's a good town, man. I mean, like you know, we're good people. Like what? What? I mean, you know, you gotta show some love for uh, for Toronto, bro. Hey. Like, come on now. Blue Jays, come on, it's I, the Jays. I, I, I just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Because I'm an hour away from Toronto doesn't mean my team's got to be Toronto. I don't have no hate for them. Um, I think... Um, just a Maple Leaf fan. Just, just you know, there's certain types of fans out there that make me hate the team more. And if I would say there's one team in Toronto, it would definitely be the Maple Leafs. Right, okay. But that's nothing to do with the team. That's because the way the fans perceives certain stuff and the way they act um, makes me that's a total turnoff. So, uh, so uh, this is an interesting question. Now, uh, between the Jays, now I know that you're not going to pick one of these teams, but between the Jays, between the Raptors, between the Leafs, between Toronto FC, if you had to support one team, what would it be? TFC. <laughs> um, if I'm going to go with one, it would definitely be TFC. Okay, yeah. so forget TFC. Forget TFC. Okay, so... Blue Jays, okay, so forget the uh, Leafs. Blue Jays or Raptors, which one is it going to be? Raptors. Uh, um, you know what? Like, if it's going to be something, like, um, I would support Toronto just because no, the Raptors, with, just yeah, because basketball. they're in the East <laughs> and my Spurs are in the West. Okay. You know what? At the end of the day, Randy, Lou hates baseball, so he is going to never choose baseball. He cannot stand the sport of baseball. I got you. Okay. Well, you know what? And it's. Uh... I, was, I was three steps ahead of you there. And I was like, it, we're going through the same day that I was trying to drag him to the actual game because baseball is my life, and he despises it. Oh, right on. Well, hey, uh, if you're looking for uh, someone to uh, go to a Jays game, you know, uh, I'm down. So, uh, you know, let's uh, let's make it happen. Right on. Nothing. What, what else can you do on a Sunday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon with the dome open? Sure. On a beautiful Sunday. I mean, hey, my birthday's, uh, my, my birthday's in, actually, the Jays never play on my birthday. My birthday is August long weekend, and they are rarely, if ever, they're, away. they're always away. Now, wait, Jen, yep. wait, when is your birthday? What month is your January. Oh, that's right. Your birthday was a few days ago. Happy belated. Uh, I mean, I, I know I wished you and everything, but whatever. No, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the Jays are a great way to kick back and relax. And the difference between Lou and I is I find enjoyment in the Jays. And he thinks it's just the most boring sport. But I love it. I love wrong. it. I love playing baseball. And I did play baseball when I was younger. Okay. But, but all watching, right, all watching right, the all right. sport is a different story. Right. And, all hey, right. Valid. Uh to each his own. Let's uh, let's uh, keep it at that. At yeah. the end of the day, Isabella, our daughter, will be a Jays fan, and we will go and enjoy it just like I grew up watching it and going to the games. It's a great way to kick back and enjoy a sport because 
it's just one of those things. It's just a great day. It's a great way to spend, great way to spend the day is watching the Jays. Right on. Well, hey, Isabel is definitely one lucky girl to have uh, yeah. great parents like the two of you. Of and uh, but hey, and actually, uh, speaking of which, now have you made babysitting arrangements uh, for yeah. young Isabella? Like, are you two? Uh, like, I can only imagine the kind of fet that you're going to have we at are, your place? Um, we got, uh, we have her Nona is coming in to watch her for the day, actually the evening, and uh, we're taking off with some friends, and we're going to go to a local uh, shoeless shows here in town, and we're going to represent our teams and wear our colors and uh, rock it out and see how it goes and wish each other luck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think that definitely having the two of you on Facebook or Instagram live, I would definitely uh, set aside my phone and make sure it's charged to see the two of you uh, taking this game. Finally, had to ask you, uh, you know, you guys have been uh, married for uh, getting close to three years now and uh, together, obviously, for a little bo- while longer. Yeah, yeah, you got the full hand yeah, and uh, of... Of all things, did you ever think that this day could come? I did. I did. I truly did. I didn't know if it was going to come now, but I think um, we both knew the only way to get to each other, like Lou said, every four years we play each other, but to get to the Super Bowl, we got to be champs AFC and NFC. So I see for sure it's, anybody can get there. I knew it would come soon, but I didn't know it would come this soon. I think we were both... Like I said earlier, shocked. I never was really thinking about it, but sometimes things just happen, and this is just the way it worked out, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, it certainly is. Couldn't be happier for the two of you. Super Bowl 54 in Miami coming up uh, next Sunday. And, guys, just before we sign off, do the two of you have any, uh, I guess, uh, last words uh, to each other uh, as uh, you guys get ready for the big game? Well, um, good luck. May the best team win. Earn it. That's <laughs> it. Just play the game. Well, there's not a lot of couples out there who have uh, the support and uh, who are supporting uh, the each the other team like Jen and Louis Morello. And uh, their teams are going to Super Bowl 54, and they will be playing the big game for all the marbles, the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Guys, thank you so much for this interview. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun, and I'm definitely thinking, going to be thinking of you guys as I uh, you know, get absolutely pounded uh, in terms of <laughs> watching uh, the Super Bowl like I always do. Guys, good luck to the both of you, and once again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Take Thank care. you, Randy. We'll be back after this. Again, my thanks to Jen and Louie Morello for joining me today. I only hope you can appreciate how excited they are for Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Should be an absolute classic. Coming up next time on What's Up the Sports podcast, I'll be sitting down with Sam Davis, who is from Homestand Sports. 
and he's going to talk about how his event company takes a sporting experience to a whole new level. That's coming up on February 6th on What's Up the Sports Podcast. On Facebook and Twitter, at What's Up Podcast, that's with one P. I'm Randy Coure, and we'll talk to you next time.